Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet. It's always a question whether to mention something on the radio or not. NPR doesn't have this problem, but if you're in a small town and write about what's going on around you, there are serious moral and practical considerations. Some are easy. When you see two people holding hands and gazing at each other in that dumbstruck way over a cafe table, you don't tell. Maybe Herb Cain would have told in some pseudo-roundabout way, but you live down the street from the woman and her husband who is not here in the cafe with her. It's not your job to spread this news, and maybe you've jumped to the wrong conclusion anyway. Perhaps they're siblings who were adopted into different families and just now found each other. It doesn't look like it, but let's remember you have been wrong once or twice before. NPR, being national and news-oriented, would of course mention the teenaged mountain lion napping in a sycamore tree. If I do, though, and name the location where this occurred, who knows what might happen? People could panic and try to kill it, vigilantes swarming the neighborhood, or wildlife photographers descend with their long lenses and night goggles cluttering up the side streets and scaring the poor lion out of its wits. You have to be careful with information. This is why so many people write fiction. It's just less trouble than reality. We're in a drought here in California, and not a normal drought either. A bad drought. A long one. I don't know who started this business of exaggeration. Probably a five-year-old in 1412. But now we have super moons and super tides, super cuts, super-sized, super-duper burgers, I kid you not. It's supercilious in the extreme. I haven't heard super drought yet, but we are rationing water, and this has led, as privation does, to theft. People are stealing each other's water. In some places, the rationing is crucial. This week in London, you can be fined 10,000 euros for washing your car with a hose. We aren't at that point yet in the Sierra, but across the globe, this is what's coming. Every couple of nights, one of my friends reports that his hose spigot has been turned off, and the hose itself isn't coiled the way he leaves it, but tangled. This means that the attached irrigation line doesn't get water when its timer goes on. He's flummoxed about how to manage this. If it's a homeless person needing a drink, he wants to be generous. But if it's someone filling 10-gallon cans, he'd like to dissuade them. And can that be done? Are there spigot locks at the hardware store? Does he set up a wildlife camera to see what's going on? Is this a police matter? I thought lack of water was going to be a serious ongoing personal problem for Californians in about 15 years, but I seem to have underestimated. Here's the ethical radio dilemma. Does hearing about this prompt you to think about climate crisis solutions or explain a water problem you have yourself? I fervently hope it isn't giving you a great new idea for larceny. Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com. This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California. Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City 
and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.